0: All right, so welcome back to the next episode, this new episode of the podcast. I'm actually here at the at my men's group that I we, that I attend weekly uh, here in Midland, and some of the guys that I've been able to be around and do life with, and they're actually gonna they're gonna answer some of the questions that y'all have been hearing, and some of, you know some of these men are, are on businesses and have some sort of um hand and oil in some form or fashion and and some of y'all who are listening may be in those in some of these industries you may not you may even know some of these guys um uh you may even work for some of these people who knows um but i'm excited to hear what they have to say about purpose and what that means um And how they've lived out their own purpose and what God's called them to be. As you know, this will will always mention faith on this podcast. And God, just because that's, you know, who I am as a person, I I follow Jesus. And, you know, these men have exemplified that for me. And uh, I can't wait to hear their perspective. And a little side note, I'm the only unmarried single person in this group oh no just kidding there's two of us I forget there's two of us in this group so it'd be great to share some of your wisdom as married men to most of my audience who is single (coughs) single men if you're a girl listening to the podcast I'm sorry I'm gonna interview women like nothing against women but this happens to be you know you know
1: there's a single girl listening to this podcast. I'm going to throw my number in there later. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I told
0: y'all, anything can happen. So, y'all, okay. So, I sent y'all these questions. I sent them the questions earlier this week. And what I love about these questions is they will spark something different in each one of us. So, all right. So, kind of gave an introduction. I have i'm gonna ask each one of y'all starting from my left and then just give your first name and then uh what you do so yeah we're gonna they're gonna introduce themselves first name and then you know you may recognize their voices who knows all right
2: uh my name is ben and i am a father of two and i own and operate a small chain of auto glass companies. And that's it. Yeah, hey, Greg
1: here. Uh, married, got, got one grown kid,
3: and uh, own, own a couple of businesses myself, here in Midland. I'm Jason, and I've got two, two kiddos, and I'm in sales,
4: um, one gas. Hi everybody. I'm Blake, and uh, I've got two little boys, and uh, married to my wife. And uh, for for work, I, I work for a local oil and gas company. And, uh, I'm an artificial lift specialist. Hi, I'm Dave. Uh, I'm married to my wife Jana, we
5: got two two little girls, uh, and I own and operate Midland Clean Pro.
6: Hey, Joel here. Um, I help people through life's transitions, uh, serving them through helping them with uh, real estate transactions. And so, um, I am uh, married uh, to my wife for almost nine years. And uh, we have one son uh, named Joseph.
7: I'm Dustin, I've uh, been married for 12 years to my wife and we've got four kids of our own, a couple of foster kiddos and uh, work
1: full-time for the church howdy this is caleb uh i'm the other single guy on this podcast uh, today i uh i work in the oil and gas industry as a uh, pipeline controller and also uh, raise cattle on the side as a uh, side gig what's your phone number (laughs) <laughs>
4: that'll
0: be at the end of the uh, program check it oh out. my gosh yeah, he's very he's the ruggedly handsome rugged 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 <laughs> more handsome than rugged <laughs> oh gosh oh um so glad y'all introduced yourselves all of y'all know who i am and uh so this conversation will be about purpose and what that looks like and each one of these guys in their lives and how they've lived it out or even if they felt like it, they've reached it um so so I just to, to opening it. it was odd
1: that all, that all of you guys felt it necessary to say that you were married to your wife
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I was thinking
1: who else would you be married
0: to It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, it just really
1: struck me as odd that these guys felt the need to clarify that. (laughs) I did not feel the need to clarify that. I don't know what everybody does in this group. (laughs) I didn't even say I was married.
0: You know. I didn't either. Um, So, first question thrown out there. No, you're good. This question um, is just open to anybody who wants to answer first. So, what does purpose mean to you? And what is it, so like, what does it mean to you and how would you define purpose in your own words?
1: I'd say it's the underlying reason behind
0: taking or not taking any action. Mm. Okay. And then, or series of, I'm going to add another question because I forgot to ask this. And why do you believe that? So why do you believe what you believe about purpose?
4: I think for me, it, it's uh, the definition for me would be a combination of who God created you to be in your life experiences that develop who you are and kind of what drives you uh, to make the decisions that you do. And the reason I believe that is uh, because <coughs> I think purpose is kind of a double-sided thing. You know, God has has called us to to be a certain, do certain things, act a certain way, um, conduct yourself a certain way, but also like our life experiences help develop that too. So uh, your passions, like, you know, I believe that God gives us our passion, but you know, if it wasn't for our life experiences, I don't know that we would have a whole lot of passion about certain things. So uh, that's what it means to me. Mm. When
2: I think of purpose, I like to think of the phrase on purpose. Um, and it, my, my ideal wow. definition for purpose with life being on purpose and actually pursuing life on purpose uh, would be that it's like a perpetual um, uh, subject that we... Kind of push our life towards, and it's uh, it's an everyday act, and it's um, an every moment act um, that we that we actually pursue life and do life on purpose. And um, I like to echo what Blake says, but it's uh, for sure for in my life God breathed because I, I grew up learning the ways of Jesus, and that He did some incredible things on this earth on purpose. For my life for my kids lives for everybody's lives around me and one of the big things I like to think of that I do with purpose of my life is to bless those around me and whether it be with time or with just what the Lord has placed into my hands or whatever it might be and uh like to make sure that every moment counts and um and know that I hold to that and conduct my
1: life in that manner you know I uh I think you know. You look at creation and nature. God created every being, every molecule, every atom, with some sort of purpose. Whether it's, you know, to, you know, you know, kind of looking at the chain. You know, we uh, cattle. You know, animals eat grass. Other animals eat those animals. We eat those other animals. There's, everything has is in a chain. And their every, everything has their purpose, you know, except for maybe yellow jackets and chiggers. I haven't figured out their purpose yet, but uh, you know, and that's, you know, I, yeah, I, I grew up, you know, around animals and you know, hunting, nature, hiking, and I've always looked at things in a natural world, you know, viewpoint. So To me,
5: purpose is is real simple: just giving glory to God in everything that you do. Um, when it comes to my work. You know, that plays itself out in, in being honest when I'm out, you know, giving a quote or something like that. And and uh, just having integrity with those things and, and making sure that, you know, I'm doing the best job I can do after, you know, when I'm delivering a job. Uh, the next thing, you know, is just when I'm home with my family, you know, giving glory to God and that uh, is the purpose. And, and it plays itself out a little differently. It's like how you raise your kids, teaching them to worship, teaching them, you know, uh spending time with them and, and making sure they know Jesus. And just, there's just, uh, it plays out just in different ways. And it's just kind of, it, with all the different facets that make up your life. But, you know, to me, it's just, how can I give glory to God in whatever I'm doing and whatever part of the day I'm in, you know? So.
0: All right. move on. One. Yes. 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 Caleb
4: kind of sparked something with me when when he was talking about
0: uh, the circle of life. (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. I thought
4: (laughs) of (laughs) that. No, I I was thinking that uh, you know we we talk about the gospel a lot, and that you know there's freedom in the gospel, and uh, I think there's the same that's in your, your purpose. Like you know, we're created for a reason, and we can accomplish that reason probably in a few different avenues. Like it does, it's it's not a, in my opinion, a very hard line. And there may be some some people that may disagree with this, but you know, it's not a hard line. You know, this is exactly what you're going to do for your entire life, and if you come off of this, then you're not living in the will of God. Like you know, I think the will of God kind of you know has some grace in it, you know uh, and, and god has created us for a reason and as long as we're fulfilling that reason there's
0: there's some freedom in it yeah no, that's cool i like that i like the answers that we're getting, just because like i mean we all reflect who god is um uh, even though we all look very different to each other like we reflect his goodness we reflect all of that and so um i mean he created he created us on purpose and with a purpose like it wasn't like an accident like he didn't just throw adam and eve onto the earth just you know here it is you do you it's like no be fruitful and multiply you know like that was the first commandment that he gives is to be fruitful and multiply um to adam and eve so um there was a purpose like they were given a purpose They were given a command. They were given something to do to work the earth and and to take care of what God has given, created. And so, um, but of course, as we all know in the circle, and maybe those of y'all listening who are followers of Jesus, you know, we messed that up. We messed it up real big. And so, um, you know, we've tainted what purpose means. And so I love hearing perspectives on what purpose is, um, yeah, so our next question and it has to do with faith. So what has faith played in finding your purpose as an individual? So without your your kids, without your wife, like what does that look like prior to all of that? What what has faith played in finding y'all's purpose?
1: You know, there's a, a saying I've got on a Plaque in my kitchen that uh, it's not scriptural, but it says that the will of God will never take you, with the grace of God will not protect you. And uh, I think, you know, every time I've you know asked God you know to help me with the big decisions in life, whether it's jobs, relocating, whatever it is, He's always you know He's taken me to places I never thought I'd be. You know, I never thought I'd be working in the oil and gas industry in Midland, Texas, but I'm here now, and that's the reason is because you know God you know led me from a career that He had previously led me to and that opened the door for me to make a completely new transition, that's been awesome. Never would have thought it would have been, but it's been awesome. So that's how I look at it is, is you know, as long as you've, uh, you know, asked, uh, asked the good Lord for his guidance and he's shown you, shown you the way, he opens the door, you better go through it because you don't know when the next one's going to open again.
0: What has faith played in your in finding your purpose? What has faith played in that? As just an individual, not being married, like just just you.
3: Yeah. So for me, um, God pursues us, um, and He pursued me from the time I was a little a little kid. Um, I didn't I didn't know that, but His. Um, until later, I just realized that it was his spirit that that kind of opened me up to his grace and love, and, and kind of helped remove the the blinders, I guess. Um, and um, I just I saw him move um, in ways that that it couldn't have been anything else. Like there's no way um, it was. There were miracles, and just kind of how he pr- protected me, provided for me um and so my response was like man okay hey, this is you this is this is this is you God and so um I just that's kind of what I guess what started my faith journey um, mm-hmm. whenever I realized I guess that he was giving me a new identity and I came to the Lord and he he, he made me his child and um and so I just responded I just, responded with faith in that
4: way I guess it's good I like that I think when you start your relationship with the Lord your faith is small like you know the Bible references a mustard seed, and that's kind of what I think about like when you first start uh, following the Lord I mean but as as you follow him and as you live your life, you start to see, let's say, taste and see that the Lord is good. Then you start seeing these things, just like Jason was saying. Like you see God come through for you, and you start to notice, oh man, like that was God. Like there's no way that you know that, that would have worked out the way that it did if it wasn't for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as you grow with the Lord, like those things start to happen, or, or maybe they don't happen more, but you start to see them more just i mean you you hold on to those things and you remember those are the things that 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 you remember when times are hard like when when you lose your job when uh the unthinkable happens uh you 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 look back and you think oh man like i remember this time you know I, i was 21 years old and i had no money to my name and you know somehow the lord brought me through that you go back and you remember those moments and it it brings you peace and you know that's what uh, I think Christians should they should bring that to the world like they should bring just that that hope and the peace that comes from knowing that God's gonna provide protect mm-hmm. it's, good. it's kind of like an awareness like
3: mm-hmm. once you become aware like a light bulb kind of goes off a little bit and yeah we're just kind of bouncing off each other here and i mean it's um through people like man how can this person love me um whenever i treat them so poorly and that's not just like coincidence it's just um i've really wronged someone and and they forgave me and 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 just i became aware of god's forgiveness and um yeah, the, the whole sense of awareness, like just kind of having an open mind um, is, to me, really crucial to building faith, just having an open mind. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the Lord
2: answering prayers. Uh, from, a, from the age of a young kid, I was taught to ask God for things in prayer. And uh, the Word says that, the, the Bible says that, you know, if, um, if a child is going to ask his, for his father for, you know, for bread, he's not gonna, the father not going to give his child a snake. Um, you know, and, and God is very, very similar in the same. is that, you know, I've asked him many times for many things. And, um, and the Lord has answered those prayers and never given me anything harmful and has always given me exactly what I needed. And it was never just a coincidence. It was always very specific. Um, right down to rescuing me from a car accident to giving me opportunity to make money at a certain time when I had nothing and being able to bless others in, in those particular situations. And um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big part of, of faith is, is belief. But also, you know, where does the belief come from? Um, sometimes the belief comes from the experience of watching you know, Almighty God, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, um, come down and actually show us that He actually loves us and does listen to what we what we ask and what what we talk to
0: Him about. Yeah. No, I find that interesting because I was reminded the other day of a <clears throat> of a prayer that I prayed in high school, like completely random. I didn't even know God. Had, I know God listens to prayer. I know God listens to. To, to those things like I knew that, but I didn't really know that until re- super probably a few months ago, and then just have been kept on being reminded of it. Uh, where there's a song. If y'all don't, if you know who Chris Tomlin is, listeners, if you know who Chris Tomlin is, Tomlin is Christian artist, um, great. I mean, has written some amazing songs. Uh, he wrote the song called "I Will Follow." And in the chorus, it says, where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. I will follow you. How you love, I'll love. How you serve, I'll serve. I will follow you. Um, and where you go, I'll go, I'll go. Like, that's the whole premise of the, of the chorus, I think. I think it's the chorus. I don't remember. I just remember um, I was in my, where was it? I was in my web design class. And, like, I decided I was listening to a song. I was listening to, to that song. And I just decided to pray that chorus. And I remember listening to it and then praying the chorus and said, amen. And then moved on with the assignment that I was doing. And funny thing is, fast forward, God, like, took me back in, like, in my mind to that memory. He said, do you remember when you said that you prayed that you would go wherever I would go? Do you remember when you said how you, how I have loved, you will love people? Do you remember how I have served you will serve the same way and and I was so reminded of it like in a moment where I was like oh man I just can't stand what is going on God reminded me of that moment and showed me like convicted me I remember talking about prayer like he really does listen he really does like I knew that he listened but like it became more real when he reminded me of that and so I think when you pray like one of the major things just he does listen he does take your word into account like like whatever you say is being held accountable like in prayer whenever you were praying like man that convicted me hardcore because I have to be I have to remember like okay he told me I I remembered I prayed that I would serve people the way that he served people Therefore, I'm going to serve people that way. I'm going to love people that way. I'm going to follow him wherever he's called me to go. I'll be right there. And so I thought that was interesting. That was cool. Um, Anybody else have something they want to throw in to that? Okay. (laughs) All right. So now, since y'all talked about just you as individually. So same question, but now... Uh, y'all, as a couple, uh, you know, as y'all, everyone here knows, and now everyone on the podcast, most of the guys in the group are married. So now right. I want to hear, <laughs> <I wanna> hear, <laughs> hear, I want to hear, I want to hear what, as a, as a couple, what is purpose looked for you, you and your wife and, and your families? Um, what does purpose look like? I just, I, I want to know because I, I mean, I, I love God created family with intention and with purpose. And so, you know, how has that re- been reflected in you own families?
3: Well, I mean, God said whenever he created Adam and Eve to, um, to, uh, you know, to love your wife or Jesus said that, sorry, correction love your wife as as he loves the church and so we've modeled our marriage on you know love and respect Um, and for us I guess our biggest purpose is as a married couple is just for our for our children you know Um, (coughs) because there are that's our first ministry is is for our kids and how we model what respect is and um sacrifice and just um but in all that hopefully they'll see that um that, that they're that they'll have purpose in their marriage um it's a hard question but yeah
0: no that's good I like it I want to hear from somebody else who hasn't talked.
6: Um, You know, I think I was trying to look up the verse. I can't remember where it's at, but it talks about, um, you know, your wife is uh, your crown, you know, and and, um, and talking about how we are to wash our wives in the Word, you know. and, And so through that, that is something that I, you know, there's a, everything in life is a, um, Know, an allegory, a analogy, a you know story that depicts what Christ is to us, and you know even with the God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, there's there's always this there's symbolism everywhere, and so marriage is one of those things. <laughs> Father, you know having kids, that's another another example. But talking specifically about marriage and a couple. Um, I feel like that's, um, you know, understanding our purpose is that we, you know, we're not one over the other, but we each have a purpose that we're supposed to fulfill in our marriage through each other, and we're better for each other whenever we do fulfill our purpose and what we are supposed to do in our marriage, and so, uh, you know, that's something that it's uh, communication, you know, is one of the big things, just trying to spend time, you know, with with your spouse and, you know, delving into the Word and, and uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, what does it mean to wash you, wash her in the Word, um, you know, that's something that I think it's, uh, you know, at different seasons it means different
0: things. You know? mm-hmm. That's good, I like that, I really like that, and I mean, I love that. when you, when I see people walking through marriage, like, in different seasons of their lives, I love seeing, like, purpose is reflected differently in each season. I don't know. You know, purpose looks different in each season, especially in in in, a, in marriage, like you were talking about, like, each season is, has its own purpose. You have, in one season you have kids, one season you have, you know, a little bit older kids who are teenagers, and then Next is like, oh, they're out the house and giving the boot, you know, um, and you know, then you then you begin your own purpose as a you then begin to do that as an older couple, and so um, I love that. I love that it looks different, and I like that you mentioned uh, washing your your wife in the word, like in the sense of like reminding her of what the word says and reminding her of the promise like I think like its I don't think it's a for lost art but it's kind of like where you like this discipline of remembering what God has done um, I remember a few years ago I read a book with Dustin um, the celebration of discipline oh my gosh I've learned so much from that book. It was so good. I'm rereading it just because I was like, this is so good. Um, I recommend it. Reread that book. Read that book. Recommend it. Read so it good. And read it. and read it and reread it because it's just... Richard Foster's so good. Anyways. Um, but he, like, talks about... He doesn't talk about remembrance. I don't think. But, like, the whole idea of remembering God's word came from disciplining yourself and the word from the book, so I thought it was really good. It's called The Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. Um, they just came out with a like new edition, so like it has a different cover than the one that Dustin that used. Another picture an extra bonus discipline. I don't know if it's an extra <laughs> bonus. I don't know. It has like a it's like a white coffee. I don't. Um, oh
2: wait, there's more. There
0: is more, guys. It's written in Australian. Yes, <laughs> Australian. <laughs> Oh, LOL. Well. <laughs> I hope y'all got that. Guys. I hope you I hope you understood what we were talking about. Anyways, so now I want to hear what oh anybody ooh. I'll take one on that one.
4: Okay. So like to me, like you know, e- each step of your life, uh, God is adding responsibility. You know, I think of the the parable that he talked about, that Jesus talked about with the, the servants with with their talents and you know each person was given a different different responsibility and responsibility level and uh, I feel like it's the same you know when you're single you pretty much just have to nurture yourself spiritually and uh, provide for yourself and, and, then, and then you get a, you end up marrying somebody and now you're responsible for yourself, and you're responsible for her. And, um, you know, my purpose now, you know, what we, you know that once you're married, it's like, um, you know, you, you've got to make sure that your wife stays grounded, and you, because if you don't stay grounded, your wife's not going to stay grounded. And, um, you know, and, and you think of the way that God loves you, and it changes and then you have the responsibility to represent him in the in the, the relationship, and it changes the way that you treat your spouse. Like it should. If it, it doesn't. Should do it. Then you've got yeah. problems. Uh, and then it, it's the exact same thing. You, know, you start having kids, and that's another level of responsibility. And you know, God has has given you the responsibility of raising those children and representing him, himself to that to the family. So, I mean, there's just, you know, when you're young, I'm, I'm 35. Probably my level of responsibility is probably not going to change a whole lot from this point on, but in, in that way, in the family way. But up until this point, it's changed a lot, and it's changed fast. And, uh, it's just something that, that makes you grow.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I like what you said about, um, well, it reminded me of, like I get a lot of purpose because there's a lot of things that I'm not good at that my wife is like so much better at than I am. So she has, yeah, more so than not. Um, so she has way more strengths than than um, than I do, and so she, so. But we use we use each other's strengths to to uh, to get stronger, and it, it's it's a. Um, Man, if I wasn't married, I would probably be in this, I would probably be a 41-year-old, uh, you know, that was going to the bars and s- still living a life without purpose. And so whenever <coughs> God, when God put her in my life, he knew just what I needed, just like he does for all of us. He knows what we need. And I hate to say it; it's kind of cliche, but the, what was the movie where it said you complete me? You know, it's kind of kind of silly, but um, which is not. I mean, it's not. Uh, in marriage counseling, we were we were told that it's not 50/50, but it's 100 percent, 100 percent. And so, um, so I've gained.
0: I've gained a lot of purpose in my life because because of my life. So. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Okay. I love that. Um, so, I want to hear this answer from everybody because it's the last question. Last question at the interview. So, uh, at the end of your life, there will be a moment where you're six feet under, just being real honest, we'll We'll get to that point. We'll be six feet under. Um, they're going to put a headstone. There's going to be this headstone. Whether you're, you know, next to your wife in that plot, whatever. Um, there's going to be a statement or something that you're going to, that, like, your your kids are like, that is what he or he was known for. What is that statement? And how... And No, what is that statement and what has that looked like to live out that statement? So I'm going to give you an example. Mine, I hope mine would be that he loved God well and that he loved people well. So mine would be like, I hope my kid like now that, that whole prayer, praying, you know, loving people the way Jesus loved, serving them the way he served, you know, going where he's called me to go, like... I make sure I'm so in tune with God's voice, so that I know, and how He has wired me to serve people and love people. Like I want my f- future generations and future kids say, He was known for that. Like He loved me, and He first loved God more. Like so He can love me the way He loved God. And so that's mine. And it's called an epitaph, if y'all don't know that phrase. It's called the epitaph on your headstone. So what would be your epitaph? It's the one thing every time somebody goes to the cemetery, it's the thing that they'll know you for. All right, I'll
4: go. Mine would be, here lies a man that that did... Would, nobody else would do and that's something that I tell myself a lot you know like I walk by a piece of trash and you know I don't want to pick it up but I know it needs to be picked up so I pick it up and I throw it in the trash mm-hmm. uh, you know there, there's cleaning toilets you know I mean whatever you know, whatever it may be but in it's hard, it's hard to live that out because I know that um, I mean, that's a, that's a big calling or a big standard to put on yourself but, you know, I, I think about like children that need a home you know, children that need to move up and, you know, I haven't taken that step yet, but maybe someday I will but, that's just something I want to hang my hat on is, is to do um, things that nobody else
1: know uh, I think mine would be he did the best he could with what he uh, what he had at the time you know uh, life's kind of like poker Uh, we don't get to choose the hands or we don't get to choose the cards that were dealt but we do get to choose how we play those cards and I think there's been a lot of times in my life that I've kind of uh, it's being covetous would be the word of it I've always seen what other people are given other opportunities other people had and wondered you know if I had that I could have done this or done that done better and that's not that's not how you live life you play the you play the hand you're dealt and you play that hand till the end of the game the best you can
7: I think I would say something like a man who left a legacy of love for God and his family and for others um, I think that you know, you look at, at the Old Testament, especially, and these uh, fathers of the faith are um, oftentimes judged by their children, like if you look at their legacy as their children, that's the faith that they're living in their children. Um, there's a story, I don't remember, to Exodus, Leviticus, about Eli, there's a priest named Eli, he has sons, his wicked sons, y'all know the story. And, uh, they, um, like, they're jacking around, probably drunk, like, and offer the wrong kind of incense. Um, but Eli ends up being judged for his sons, not, not because of his son's wickedness, but because he chose to not do anything about it. And there's a, um, oh, that's... That's something I want to make sure um, that I'm leading my family well, you know, and leaving that legacy for my kids. Um, I, Brian Houston, the Hillsong guy, he he talks about that let my generation be the next gen, or let my generation's ceiling be the next generation's mm. floor. Um, and that's, that's the kind of legacy I want to, my kids. Okay. That's what I want to be remembered for. Maybe for me is
5: that he was a genuine friend. Like I think uh, some of the people that are that are closest to me, you know, I just I try to be the best friend that I can to them and you know serve them and and uh, just whatever season of life I'm in, I try to find like the, the handful of people, and it's always a really small group, but you know I feel like there's there's always a lot of fruit that comes out of that and. I just wanted, I think, I think that would be something that
6: would be awesome for the That's tough. I've never thought about this before, you know, but I, you yeah. know, I think it would be something that, you know, I want to, uh, you know, I, kind of a little bit of everything that's been said so far, you know, um, you know, a man after god's heart and uh you know, you know that i you know is a loving person i don't I'm not
0: really sure yeah i have to think about that more. yeah no that's good that's what that question because i i only asked this question just because uh brian houston he he actually asked this question in a leadership podcast that he does and every time he interviews different people he always at the end asks them this not the exact same question but very similar and what they would want to be known as and they they're probably given some time to think about it but i think this question opens up our minds and hearts to oh okay how am i living it how am i putting how am i doing this and you know um yeah no, I really love that. I mean, it gets you thinking, and it's okay. Like, if you don't have the answer, that is perfectly fine. Because you don't have, you don't need it all together. So we still got time. Yes, we still got time. We still got
2: time. Anybody else? Mine would be more like what I would want on my gravestone, but also a ch- as a challenge to myself, which would be this guy was a man of his own word, and you know, because the, the challenge is, is that when you say something, you need to step up to the plate and do it. Mm. And, uh, I think that's a big challenge for a lot of us as Christian men and, as, and as husbands and fathers and everything, um, is to just continue to follow through with what you say you're going to do. Um, and, yeah. um, yeah, I think that's a really big thing in life. Uh, a lot of us, uh, are challenged by that some of us struggle with it greatly uh i know that i struggle with it greatly which means that like i sometimes i drop the ball but my intent is to continue to, to be able to do what it is that i that i say and to put my hand to the plow um, if i say i'm going to do it That's so okay. good. and also watch out this man might come back as a zombie <laughs> yes that might be on there too <laughs>
3: I don't know how it would be worded but um, I mean I just I treasure I treasure Jesus uh, more than anything and I think that along with what I'm hearing from everybody is the action you know because we can say all these things but if we don't if we don't do something if we don't take care of widows and orphans we don't um, you know take care of see trash when we um if we don't take care of our wives and our I mean everything that God's given us to be a manager of to be a steward of um I mean man it's it's I don't know how to word <coughs> on, on an epitaph yeah um but yeah I mean it's what are we doing when no one's looking um that's what to me that's that's huge um it's really easy to be at church or to be in a you know uh, prompted to volunteer with a group of people but um, what are you doing behind closed doors what are you doing um, when you're at home by yourself and um, and so to me it's yeah it's yeah just faith without action is dead and um, I don't know how to word all that
0: no that's good and it gives you some time to think about it I mean have time to think about these things. We have it all in recordings, so we can just type the whole thing out.
2: <laughs>
3: it's gonna be a big old slab of words. My wife's been. a lot more creative, so hopefully she'll write a really cool epitaph. That's one of her strengths that that I'm weak at. So.
1: She's good.
0: She's just good at
1: authorship. Good at Maybe yeah. by then they'll have tombstones with QR codes, and so you can just go up there and cue And They'll play, play the recording. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a, pop it's a good up idea. A, good person, a video so. pops up. If <laughs> yeah. you're seeing this. I'm dead. I'm yeah. dead. <laughs> this podcast. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Star Wars stuff going here.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, no, that's great. I love hearing that. Um, I think, like, as men, as guys, we tend to float more towards, like, the, the action side of things, getting things done. And so I love hearing some of these things just because we... Um, we we may think about it, but like actually saying it becomes more real for each one of us. Um, if you don't don't know how to put something, if we don't know what we want to put <laughs> or what, what we want to live out on our epitaph, like you can start thinking about it. And uh, if you are a listener of this podcast, you've heard me ask that question. To everyone that I've interviewed, um, be, just because it gets the your mind flowing and your you know the blood flowing and your, and your body gets getting to know like okay, what is it that I want my life to look like, and will it be reflected on the epitaph for all time? And when my kids come and see this, this is what I'm going to be known as to them, or my friends or whoever. Like this is what they're going to see every time they come and see me. You know and so um, I know we took we went to like you know sort of a deep conversation to like you know we went for the dive um, but I'm glad that um, that y'all all got to be on this and interview some of y'all hear y'all's answers um, and we have one more what would you say your epitaph would be, would be Greg? I got no clue. I just hope it's different when I died
1: than if I were to die today.
0: Mm. It's okay. Man.
1: And I hope it's what? not today because I had not been real what? proud of myself lately. So,
0: uh, you know what? We got time, we got time and that's okay. Like, I think that's the beauty of, of walking with Jesus and walking in relationship it's not always going to look perfect, like it just isn't. Um, I think we like we think following Jesus is perfect. We think following Jesus is like super easy, or being a father or being a husband is super easy. You know, as as the men here can attest, it's not always easy. It's not always. The easiest thing to be a dad it's not always the easiest thing to be a, a husband um if you've been in quarantine or gone out you've probably i mean there's just crazy amount of the divorce rate is actually higher than it was before oddly enough like crazy enough like the divorce rates going up it's just like it just shows like man relationships take work and if you're hearing in the background there is a ambulance or a cop or something speed car chase. or something whatever anything. it is i'm
1: gonna go and get out of
0: here <laughs> like i said anything can happen on this podcast um so i mean it's just, like just doing life is not always easy um following jesus says jesus says that um like take heart i have overcome the world like they like, he says things are going to happen. Trouble is going to happen. Like, expect it. It's like, we, It's to us, it's unexpected. But it's like, okay, it's kind of expected. Jesus said it would come. Now, how are we going to respond? Are we going to respond saying, you know what? This happened. And this is real. And I hate this. I just want to punch somebody in the face. You know. Or are we going to say like, okay, that happened, but I'm going to see it through the eyes of Jesus, and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to get. We're going to get over this. We're going to. We're going to have to climb this mountain, go through this thing. We're going to have to fight through it. I mean, it, and we we can't change things that have happened, but we can change how we respond. And I think that's the beauty of. Seeing, being able to see some of y'all's you know just lives lived out uh, through personal Uh, see guys playing of course Um, but seeing some of y'all's lives and getting into some of y'all's lives personally like man I've seen some of y'all struggle I've seen some of y'all fight um, for your your relationships fight for your kids um, fight just to follow Jesus in the midst of family issues. Like, no, like, like, you know, just me personally, I see that. And it just, it's a perfect example for me to, so whenever I'm, I have my own family, I'm like, you know what? They did it. So I can do it. Like Amen. <laughs> If they can do it, I can do it. Like, and I think that's the beauty of relationship. And, uh, and uh, the beauty of having old, um, I don't want to say this It sounds weird Older men in your life Who uh, will help you Who will give you imp- <laughs> Help you in, You know Reflect what it means to follow Jesus um, Amen They're not old guys They're not like old Okay. They're just older than me so they're seasoned. there we go. That's a perfect word. They're seasoned in their lives. ruggedly seasoned. <laughs>
1: rubbish.
0: Rubbish. But uh, I want to thank everybody who is listening on this podcast and uh, for listening. Uh, here in the next few weeks you will get you'll hear back-to-back episodes of just more interviews and actually more group. Uh, interviews like this um, and just if you want to know more if you're in the if you're a guy in the area who wants to just get in community DM me and I will get you connected to this group because you know hey like you'll be able to grow in this group along with other guys so if you're a guy sorry ladies but if you're a guy and you want just community, you just want to be around other dudes, just DM me on my Instagram, at josedaniel1002. Follow me and follow this podcast. And uh, I hope y'all have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. Whatever time of day or the week or whatever you're listening, have a great day. Have a great weekend. We will see y'all next time on the podcast.